got off a call with a girl who I've met through the academy. So we connected and we talked yesterday and I was like, what do you mean you want advice from me? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's because I haven't stopped. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the She Shines podcast. Today, we are chatting with one of our very own members of the She Shines Academy, Alisa. And Alisa is a lifestyle blogger and life sharer, as well as a marketing manager for a quick service restaurant. We love keeping up with Alisa, seeing how she keeps things real and relatable. And one of our favorite things about working with her in the academy has been creating a really solid media kit, helping her pitch to brands that align with her mission and helping her to create systems within her own workflow. And in this episode, we are diving into the importance of consistency, organization, confidence, and accountability, working a full-time job as a blogger. Mm, Yes, we're so excited to dive in. Really quick, if you enjoyed this episode, we would love to hear from you in the form of a podcast review. So in Apple Podcasts, search the She X Shines podcast and click those five stars and then write us a little review or share a takeaway from this episode because this really helps ensure that we continue to create a bigger reach and impact. And it also helps us get the absolute best guests on our show to help multi-passionate women like you build a business fit for the queen that you are. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All righty. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be back for the She Shines podcast. And today we are chatting with one of our very own 103 members of the She Shines Academy, Miss Alisa. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm good. I'm really good. How are you guys? We're so good. So tell us a little bit about where you're from and all of the wonderful things that you're currently (laughs) doing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I live in the city of Philadelphia with my husband and our dog. And I've been living here since like 2011, um, different parts of the city. Before that, I grew up in the Northeast PA in the Poconos where everyone goes skiing and goes to hang out, but you know, lived there full time and um, worked on a couple of ski resorts and golfing and all that fun stuff and um, decided to move here for college and then, you know, stayed in Philadelphia and decided this is really where I belonged. I prefer to be more of a city gal myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, full time. I am a marketing guru, I guess I would call myself. Mm-hmm. Um, had different jobs over the last like eight years through hospitality and restaurant businesses, working in a marketing realm. So either doing marketing specifically or marketing project management, those are kind of my, my bread and butter of my full-time job. But outside of that, I run a blog 
really simple to find me. You can find me on Instagram at Alisa Khan. <laughs> and my website is alisakhan.com. But I, I go by a lifestyle well, well spent. It's something I went back and forth with when I started blogging. I wasn't sure what I wanted to really call the blog. I knew the ideas I had. Yay! Going back to the, your blog, what made yeah. you, what inspired you to start? Okay. I kick myself because I wanted to start my blog a long, long time ago and I did not have the guts and I did not have the community. So, mm-hmm. you know, finding that later in life was kind of a big deal. If I had had more influences in my life personally, I probably would have started it a lot sooner mm-hmm. and I kick myself that I didn't, but <laughs> I'm here now. Yes. I'm working hard. We're so <laughs> happy you are. Yes. <laughs> and I think yeah. so. Well, not, I, I always say this. I think we know that so many women can relate to that feeling of why did it take me so long to like, mm-hmm. just do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And once, yeah. once you do it, you're like, oh my goodness, what, what was I waiting for? What did finally make you decide like to jump on in? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think I I had left a previous job and I think part of what was holding me back was this mindset that all the people at my job would be like commenting or talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I thought that was a bad thing. (laughs) I should not have let that be a negative. I should have been let that motivate me to do it. And I I didn't. So when I left that job and I started a new job, I was like, okay, maybe I can do this now and, and I won't be too nervous about it because my followers, um, you know, I won't see them, you know, I won't see people at work all the time. And so I started it, um, on a whim. It's, this is sounds silly, but it was, um, leading up to black Friday. So there were always like sales happening and I bought my domain for like nothing. <laughs> and I started my website and I was like, I can talk about all these things. I see people talking about, you know, where they're shopping and making holiday lists and suggestions for, you know, what to get your significant other. What are you buying for your mom this year? I was like, I can't do this. Like, what am I waiting for? Yes. Silly. I just jumped in. Really, it was like a matter of like, why not me Mm -hmm. for you? You see other people doing it. Why not you? Yeah. I was thinking a lot about that. You know, like, why couldn't I do this? Oh, so my girlfriend and I were, I was texting her. I was like, I might actually start a blog. I've been thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. And she sent me a screenshot of this girl we both follow, um, a blogger. And she was like, look at this girl. She started a year ago. And this is where she is now. Think about where you could be in a year if you started your blog today. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> That's such good advice though, because there's, yeah. there's so many people I think who are in the same place. Like I want to start my blog or I want to start, you know, selling my product or, or start public speaking, whatever it might be. And it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, so many other people are doing it. <laughs> Why are you holding yourself back from doing this mm-hmm. as well? So yeah, we love that you touched on that and we'll get into a little bit of how you were talking about finding the community and the support really to get that blog up and running. But tell us what is your long-term vision that you have for a lifestyle well spent? I want to grow it incrementally. I feel like some people look at a blog and they think, wow, this person grew super fast. She must have X, Y, and Z going for her. Other people follow her. So I should follow her. That kind of mindset of if other people are doing it, 
you know, I should be getting on this bandwagon, but I don't think necessarily growing fast is always right. I think we've talked about this before where it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you're doing a good job, you are doing a good job. Like Mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. And so growing it slowly is fine with me, but I love that I've gotten better at the collaborations part of it where Mm -hmm. I'm putting together what I think to be, you know, really great photography and and captions and storytelling, which is really my favorite part is to tell the story of a product or why I like that product and why I like that company and people recognizing that and other brands recognizing that and Mm -hmm. building that trust and that relationship with the people who do follow me, even if it's just not tens of thousands of people yet, it could be over time and, you know, taking Mm -hmm. it, taking it day by day. I, I love what you put out. Like to me, it's just, it's so relatable and mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but it's real. And you can tell that yeah. you're genuinely enjoying what you do and you're not, you know, taking on a collaboration for the sake of, mm-hmm. you know, hashtag sponsored. It's, <laughs> it's because it's, it's yeah. something that you actually enjoy and use in your life. And, and your audience, I think really sees that. So I think you're laying such an amazing foundation on building Mm -hmm. a community online. And that's going to like that in itself is what brands are after is really like to tap into your community. So Mm -hmm. like you said, like, it's not about the follower count. It's really about Mm -hmm. building that, that true community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I want to say, I feel Elisa that you do really well. And I know I'm jumping ahead because we're going to talk more about <laughs> your blog and, and your experience in the Academy and everything. But since you touch on it, and I think one thing you do really well is set smart goals, goals mm. that are, you know, actually they're specific, measurable, all that good stuff, attainable, right? Realistic, timely. Yeah. And, and every time we've been able to chat on our live strategy sessions and we, you know, we ask you like, what's your goal for the next 30 days, next 60 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're constantly setting goals that you can achieve and that you have been achieving. So just to hear your blow out of the water. (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry. Star asterisk. Like she's crushing it. So I think it's so beautiful when you can have a hearing your long-term vision about building this authentic and trustworthy brand that's sharing the collaborations and things that you love every day Mm -hmm. for this lifestyle well spent. Like, we 1000% know you're going to do that because you are doing it now. But to hear all of these, these smart goals that you've been setting tie mm-hmm. into this long-term vision for your blog, I, it just, it just makes us so happy to hear because it, you know, when things sync up all the work that you've been doing for your business and your brand sync up into you're like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. all right, the momentum's going, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's just really, really nice to, to hear you say that. I feel like I really started that real deep dive goal setting in 2020 when I decided I needed some kind of mentorship or accountability. Cause that's a big part of it. I feel like in 2019, which was my first full year, a full calendar year of blogging, I was doing it, but I wasn't measuring it. So mm-hmm. I was just putting stuff out there and waiting to see what happened, you know, whereas now, like you said, there are timelines, there's tracking, there's goals, there's mm. this list that has a list on the list about all the things I'm doing. So, <laughs> um, I feel like that has paid off and it's about having an accountability part too and having people that you know, okay, well, I'm going to get on this call this month. So uh, 
What am I going to tell them? <laughs> it's not just what am I going to tell myself, which is mm. holding myself accountable too, but it's easier to mm. just like tell yourself it tomorrow. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> you know? No, that that's awesome that you know that about yourself too, though. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, that intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic. <laughs> so like a lot of times we, we perform more for our jobs because we know we have like a boss or we, you know, work out harder because we know our trainer is going to get on us or whatever. So when you know that about yourself, you're able to be like, you know what, I know I need this accountability in order to hit these goals. So you sought out, would you say, I, I'm kind of speaking for you, like, would you say that's why you sought out the She Shines Academy or like, why did you decide to, to join? So I feel like I joined in January of 2020. It was like right after the new year, like two weeks after the new year, I feel like. And at that time I had been doing a lot of searching online of like mentorships, classes, one-on-one training, what's out there. And I was kind of turned off by classes that seemed like you were just a number, obviously that they have a lots of shiny things. But when I get stuck somewhere, who's going to help me navigate that? Because probably nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like with the She Shines Academy, not only did it fit my budget, but it fit exactly what I wanted plus extra because not only were you guys going to be like my one-on-one mentors in the sense, but you were going to put product out there that I could do on my own time and stuff that I probably didn't even know I needed. Mm-hmm. So it was somewhere between a one-on-one mentor who's going to let me ask the questions and direct the conversation, which doesn't seem helpful when you really think about it, because I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the person who has those master classes with thousands of people in it, but you'll never, ever hear from them mm-hmm. individually. Yeah. I love that you touched on that because that was our one of our main goals was not only to be accessible (laughs) to all Mm -hmm. of the women who were joining the academy, but like you said, to deliver a masterclass style and and level of information that would belong in a masterclass, but with not only Anna Laura and, and myself, but guest lecturers who also were accessible to you guys that you could ask those questions, you know, and you could yeah. reach out to, and you did, you do have the opportunity to potentially work with them or collaborate with them. Right. So it was really all about that whole connection, community girl talk, sharing those resources and opening the doors for everyone. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're, we're really all on the same journey of trying to figure it out and <laughs> the difference is whatever that it is for you. <laughs> right. But we're, we're all trying to, to figure it out. So I'm, I'm really happy that you have found that part of the academy useful and and something that drew you to us. So tell us what has been your favorite part so far in the academy? Like what have you found most valuable? What are you really looking forward to each week? Tell us all the tea. (laughs) Um, I have found the templates for email collaborations and for my media kit to be the most valuable and if I'm going to talk like my marketing, you know, other half, mm-hmm. my full-time job, uh, I've seen the most ROI on those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying that in a funny way, but like, I'm totally serious. Yeah. Um, those things have seriously paid off for me because I not only had the templates, but then when I thought it was at its best, I sent it back to you guys and I had not just the second set of eyes, but a third set of eyes <laughs> <laughs> on those things to make it 
Perfect. And now I'm sending them out like wildfire, I guess. (laughs) Um, Getting those in people's emails in their inboxes Mm -hmm. every single day Mm -hmm. Um, and using them to my advantage. So those have been really helpful. The foundation bundle was one of the first things I worked on, which is in the academy classes because I don't have, I didn't have a logo Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, I didn't think I needed one and I was wrong because now I use that logo on I use it on my media kits. I use it on my, my website and I use it for my email signature too. And it's really helpful to have that consistency across the whole platform. Right. So it's, mine's really simple right now, but I definitely think I can build upon it um, and develop it over time. You know, as you do with anything you have, Um, I just went through my whole website yesterday and like, fine tooth comb the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So it's always a work in progress. So I might not be at my 100% logo right now, but at least I started one. It's because of the bundle with the logo and um, the mission statement too. That's been super helpful because again, that all goes full circle. You know, you, especially when you start sending out those media kits and follow-up emails and, you know, DMing people, just putting your mission statement and having it be the same verbiage and language throughout the whole, your whole kit is yeah important. Branching off that, when you're reaching out to brands too, it, it helps you know, like when you have a mission statement and you're reaching out to other brands, you know where you're coming from, you know who you serve and how you serve them. So being able to find brands that align with that, I think that makes it way easier when you already have a mission mm-hmm. statement written down. And that's why we really emphasize that for bloggers. I, I know a lot of times they're like, I don't really need a mission statement. Like I just need to land collabs, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. I, but, <laughs> but you need to know yourself and your own brand in order to know who is going to be a good fit for you, for your audience, who you're serving. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm so glad to hear that you started with that. And, you know, I know we worked through it like revising it and getting that right so that by the time you are reaching out to all, all of the brands, all of the time, Mm -hmm. it just makes it easier, like in a a really great foundation, which is why we call it that. Yeah. And then they can read my mission statement and make a faster decision or maybe more informed decision on whether I'm a good fit for them too, Mm -hmm. because then they're not, I'm doing the work for them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, one of the things that we, and <laughs> I know you, are going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, it's so frustrating when you do on the receiving end, when you get a pitch from someone mm. and they don't tell you anything about them. And it's like, Hey, listen, like, this is great. You know, we are all about collaboration. We would love to work with you, but we also don't have the time to sit on our phones or computer for like the next 30 minutes and really try and do a deep dive and figure it all out. So to be able to, <laughs> to pop that mission statement in there, to have the media kit, you know, it just makes it that much easier. Like you said, for the person on the receiving end of that pitch to decide, wow. is this person's brand in alignment with mine? And, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to sit in your inbox playing email tag back and forth for two weeks because you're trying to figure out what this person does. And listen, no brand is going to play email tag for two weeks trying to figure out. (laughs) If it's not in the first one, they're like, next. That's true. Yeah, because there's always someone else doing maybe more. So it's kind of like when you're looking for a job 
and you apply just with your resume and you're like, well, hopefully they'll call me. I mean, my resume is really great. So I'm just going to just send this. That's it. Mm-hmm. But then you have someone else who dug through that company's website and found three people's emails and sent them their resume and a cover letter and mm-hmm. left a voicemail. And maybe they sent in a video uh, submission of what a regular you know, pitch that they would do mm-hmm. um, yes, sounds like yes, too. Yes. And you just sent in your resume. Congratulations. <laughs> so it's a big difference and you want to be noticed and you want to be noticed soon. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. got to take it one step further and think that someone else is, oh, oh, I always try and think that someone else is doing more than I am. That's a good, I'm, I'm a obsessed good with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say that's a, that's a good motivation. And depending, like, depending what motivates you ladies as you're listening to this, but I'm also like, that would really fire me up too. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know no, she's doing so this. <laughs> yeah. So talking about your favorite courses, the foundations bundle, media kit, branding, all that goodness. Tell us a little bit how your brand has grown or evolved since joining. Now we know you got a logo, which is amazing. You refined your mission statement. Tell us the other things going on right now that that you've been seeing some growth and change. I feel like on a personal level, I am way more confident. And that goes back Mm. to like, when I first started, you know, thinking about having a blog, I wasn't confident. And then I started my blog. And now the next thing to not be confident about was posting or writing or getting on stories. And so over time, when I felt like my audience was being receptive, and then more receptive, and then more receptive, it only fueled my fire to get back on stories and say anything like, even if it's just one quick frame and it, I'm not selling anything or I'm not mm-hmm. asking anybody questions, just popping on and showing my face for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by that anymore. And it's because you put these thoughts in your head of like, I'm, oh, someone's going to think this is stupid and they're probably going <laughs> to tell me about it, but they don't, you know, I mean, no. you'll have someone eventually, I'm sure. But the point that I'm at now, I feel like the confidence, the, the, the amount of positive greatly outweighs the negative. So mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And I'm not phased by that kind of stuff. So on a personal level, level, I feel like I'm more confident about my posting and what I'm doing. And then as far as the actual blog and way, the way that's evolved, um, I'm very surprised to see, you know, how many people are noticing the hard work that I'm putting in that aren't just brands, you know, like yesterday mm-hmm. got off a call with a girl who I've met through the Academy. I actually met her at the Davios event. So we connected and we talked yesterday and I was like, what do you mean you want advice from me? <laughs> I, what? I'm looking for advice from other people. Like, you're asking me. I'm so I'm flattered. And I feel like that's because I haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. You know how they say most businesses fail within the first, what is it, like year? I believe mm-hmm. it's the first year. That's still true for like personal brands. Oh, sure. So once you get past that timeline of your first year, people are like, oh, she's serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And then they start taking more notice. And I do feel like my blog took off a little bit more after that first year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And you you mentioned a few key things, which I think mm-hmm. is really important for people listening who are in the beginning stages of starting or they're still on the journey and maybe have had their confidence bumped down just mm. a little bit, maybe by an internet troll because they happen. Um, but what you talked about was the importance of consistency mm-hmm. and sh- showing your face, being mm-hmm. being the face behind the brand and people want to relate to people, right? And, and people mm-hmm. want to know that you're actually there, like you said, and not just starting this on a whim and maybe you're going to disappear in a week. So I think it's so beautiful that through kind of working through that fear of showing your face on Instagram stories and Instagram more frequently, mm-hmm. and then also staying consistent with what you've been doing over the last year, even though it hasn't always been you know, where you've wanted, but seeing that this is an incremental process that if I keep putting in the work, it'll grow. So I, I just love that you've been able to, to grow your confidence over this last year and, and see how much good and how much growth can come from working through all that uncomfortable, mm-hmm. working through that fear, showing mm-hmm. your face, posting the caption, posting the picture, sharing that you have a collab, sharing your link with people, you know, not always share, knowing when to show your face, like all, all of that. There is just beautiful lessons that I'm so happy yeah. you've been able to experience over the last year and really reap the benefits of it. So you just reminded me of this quote. So my last job I was in, it was in a restaurant chain. It was a franchise. So because it's a franchise, every business is independently owned by a different operator. And we were working on a project where we wanted them to build a landing page for their specific location that really told a story. And the one thing I always put on the worksheet for that franchise owner at the top, and I cannot remember the name of the woman I got this quote from. And if I remember, I will tell you, (laughs) but she's, it was people do not buy from a brand. They buy from a, a, a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for the landing page of these businesses, I was trying to coach them through making, don't make this about selling our food. They can mm-hmm. go to literally any other page on this website to learn mm-hmm. about our food. I want you to make this about who you are so people can fall in love with you mm-hmm. and then want to know about the food because people, especially when you're talking like locally, and I think this applies to this blog too, because um, my local is my audience, right? Mm-hmm. They're not coming into a restaurant that I own, but they're coming to my Instagram page. And if they can like me, they're going to like what I'm doing second to that. Mm-hmm. It's not the other way around. Yeah. I love that. I, I had a mentor one time tell me that people come for the information, but they stay for the community. So mm. if you're able to to draw them in with with the community, which is what I was telling you earlier, that you do such a beautiful job of, mm-hmm. you know, that's what people want to stay in. And that, that's what people really buy into, more or less. And going back to what you were yeah. saying earlier, uh, something I've really seen in you just in this year working with you has been your ability to commit to a system and like become more systemized in everything (laughs) that you're doing. 
you know, working with you, I've really seen you like commit to things like Airtable to, mm-hmm. to track your pitches, mm-hmm. um, all these different tools that you're implementing and, you know, you're seeing so much return, like you said, and having that, that clarity in your systems, having that clarity in your messaging from your mission statement and knowing your ideal audience, like having that clarity partnered with the consist or yeah, with the consistency that Alex was talking about. I think that all has also led to an increase in that confidence too. Like with clarity and consistency comes that confidence. So it's been really amazing to just watch you like flourish over the last several months, just like really stepping into your power and everything that you're doing and offering, knowing exactly who you are, exactly what, you know, who you're serving. It's just been amazing to, to be a part of and watch on the sidelines too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you for showing up and, and for, you know, doing the work for yourself. I mean, that exactly. That's, that's the most fun for us is seeing you guys yes. actually like take the advice and run with mm-hmm. it. So I think people think, right, you need tens and thousands of followers to mm-hmm. land consistent brand collaborations. And you have recently had some really amazing collabs and you're under 10K followers. And yeah. we love seeing that. So what advice do you have for women who are getting started on pitching themselves to brands and they're worried about the follower count? Mm-hmm. So... I would say what I learned is that when I showed up and was myself, brands really started to notice that. So I think it it is hard. It is hard to juggle a full-time job and want to run a full-time blog because something's going to fall through the cracks, you know, eventually when it comes to your time, (laughs) you know, how much time you have to do both of those things. I would say that the position I'm in now where I have a lot more time to be home working on my blog because, you know, we're quarantined. (laughs) I don't know when this podcast is coming out, Mm -hmm. but FYI, Um, (laughs) we're still in quarantine. So I have a lot of time to dedicate to my blog and there has been a lot of more growth because of that. And I feel like when I come out of this, I won't forget how much time I put in now Mm. And that's kind of getting away from my point, but I know I can do it now. I just had to reprioritize. So my point being like, show up and be yourself and be consistent because if you think about it, someone who has maybe 12,000 followers and posts two times a week, they have a lot of engagement on those two posts, but they're not posting very often. Whereas myself, I have about 2000 followers. I post six days a week, um, depending on the week. Sometimes I don't post Sunday or I don't post Monday. Those are usually the days that I don't end up posting just to take a break. I am getting a decently high engagement on all of those posts. And I show, I'm showing up a lot more. So mm-hmm. to a brand, someone who posts more frequently and still has a high engagement might be a better fit than someone who posts less mm-hmm. with that high engagement. Just as like an outsider's point of view, that's how I think. And that's the mentality I've been going with 
Yeah. I, I think that's, 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 that's <laughs> well, that's great advice. You know, you mentioned put in the time, show up and stay consistent. And I think that's a beautiful recipe, you know, especially whether For you so are, many things. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, whether you are just starting out or maybe you lost your inspiration along the way, or you're having mm-hmm. trouble staying consistent, or you're like, why aren't brands reaching out to me? Mm-hmm. I mean, spoiler alert, you have to reach out to them. Yeah, you do. And, yeah. And like you said, you have to know what it is the brand wants from you, right? Knowing that that brand is a good fit. And for you, you figured out that the people you were reaching out to, they wanted to see a little bit of that higher posting and still with the engaged community. So mm-hmm. you you mentioned all wonderful things that you need to be intentional and know who you're reaching out to. You sorry, ladies, you got to make the first move (laughs) (laughs) has to happen and you got to stay consistent. It's like everything you were told not to do dating. Now you got to do it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and you're saying that as a joke, but seriously, the other thing about it is, you know, how when you're dating someone and you were like, I'm not answering this text (laughs) for two days. No, no. You answer an email when they send you one immediately (laughs) (laughs) you give them more than what they asked for. It's literally the opposite of dating. That's exactly right, Alex. Oh my it's God. It's the opposite. It's so funny you say that. <laughs> I think it was Christmas Eve and I saw like the, a Rent the Runway ambassador email in my inbox and we're like getting ready to go to bed. And I was like, do I respond? I was like, yes. I sent like a yeah. email. I'm so thank you. I'm so thankful. This is what you can expect from me. And like you said, you go Here a little bit. Here are 20 bit. photos of me right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all the outfits I wore in the last 20 four hours. Um, yeah, it's so funny, but it, you're right. Like, and I saw, uh, I forget where I saw it on Instagram somewhere, but it was like, send every email as if the CEO was reading it. Yes. And, uh, that, mm-hmm. that really has helped, you know, the email response. I'm like, you know, this is not just like a midnight. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you. Reply. Like, no, mm-hmm. even though it's midnight, I'm going to reply like, you know, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm caffeinated. <laughs> I'm ready and have the full response going. So I yeah, love and you said that. <laughs> I love that you said the CEO might be reading it because I feel like even in January of this year, when I was reaching out to people, I was thinking small. So I was thinking mm-hmm. like, okay, I will post on my Instagram and my Facebook for this product. And then all of a sudden, one of those companies reached back out to me and said, will you write a blog post for us? And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> if I had been approaching all these other businesses with the idea that I could write for their website, even if that didn't happen, something below that could have happened Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in terms of like scalable, like the scale of work, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So why it's like when they say, um, reach the moon, you'll land amongst the stars. It's like Mm -hmm. super cliche. But if I had pitched everyone, like I wanted to write for their website, I might've gotten an Instagram post. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Why was I not doing that before? Ooh, that's such a good way of looking at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely love like everything that you're you're talking about, you know, with you posting on multiple platforms, creating all this content while creating and building an engaged community while working, mind you, a full-time job and being a wife, like balancing all the things. You you recently did a crown diary for She oh, Shines, yeah. which y'all can definitely go check out on our website. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes for y'all. But 
we got to go like in depth behind the scenes, like see all the events in addition to all the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So what is your advice for people who, for women out there who are multi-passionate, maybe working the full-time job and want to do what you're doing, which is really building a beautifully engaged, you know, high engaged, uh, brand. Like what would be your advice for kind of fitting that in and balancing? Okay. So I would say, that being organized is a top priority because of my, my nature. I'm, I am a more organized person than probably on, you know, the average. <laughs> um, so I was very surprised at myself once I started the She Shines Academy classes, how much more organized I actually could be when it comes mm. to my blog. Mm. I feel like in my personal life and at my job, I, I was the most organized. Like there's hands down, mm. you're not beating me that's my life. Um, but when I came to my blog, I was being really like lackadaisical about it. You know, mm-hmm. I was posting like, Oh, it's five o'clock. Okay. I'll post something or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll post this tomorrow. Oh, I forgot. Oh, what was that caption I wanted to write? I was not true. I was not treating it like a business. I was mm-hmm. treating it mm-hmm. like a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yes, and- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. When I made the switch, I saw a switch, right? So being organized, being on top of yourself and getting ahead. So I'm sure many other bloggers out there have heard this before. It's not a new thing, but batch work, right? So mm-hmm. when you sit down and you plan X amount of times post. So right now I can tell you, I have the next eight days planned out with the photo, the, you know, the product, the photo, then the caption and the hashtags. And that's because that's going to save me time later. And I should have been doing that um, before because then I wouldn't have been so stressed out. And what happens when you're stressed out is other things suffer and you're like, Okay, everyone, um, I'm going to go in the other room for a second during family dinner and I'm going to post something. I'll be back in five minutes. And then 25 minutes later, you come out and the food's gone because mm-hmm. you didn't plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you know, planning ahead and not getting stressed out about it, being able to not get stressed out about it because you have those plans in place was a huge lifesaver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's where do you find the time? Like in, you know, like managing all the things that you have going on. Mm -hmm. So I am really lucky that my husband has interests outside of his job that give me (laughs) alone time. So (laughs) my husband and I met doing community theater and he still performs regionally. And so when he goes to rehearsal at night and I'm by myself, because we don't have kids yet, I use that time to plan. Mm -hmm. And so then he's not being sacrificed, you know, time with me. I'm not, you know, watching TV unless my work is done, you know, back to high school. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, you know, staying on top of myself. And that really gives me a lot. That gives me like six to nine hours a week of alone time where I can do this stuff and get ready. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that time and we were both here in the house, I would have to go to a coffee shop or something and kind of make an office hours situation mm-hmm. where, yeah. okay, I get three hours on Sunday while you go for a run mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to sit at the coffee shop across the street and do not uh, call me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Elisa. we tell, I think almost every, <laughs> every woman that gets on our strategy session or in the Academy, uh, if they're asking, you know, how do I find the time? 
we always recommend setting business hours. <laughs> when are you going to work on your, even if it's 15 minutes a day, that will move you way forward mm -hmm. than trying to fit in like two minutes here, two minutes here. Okay. I have time. Let me craft, like you said, let me craft this caption. Okay. Then I'll post it, you know, and, and when you mm -hmm. actually yeah. take the time to figure out what you're doing and when you're going to do it, it makes a world of a difference, obviously, as you've seen. And I just want to applaud you as well for figuring out that you needed to know the difference between a business that you were growing or was it just a hobby or a passion? Because yeah. I think it's something that a lot of women struggle with and that is very easily you can get kind of sucked into thinking everything you do needs to be a business or a brand. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it's okay to have mm -hmm. a blog as just a hobby or your passion project, or it's okay to just make jewelry on the side, or it's mm -hmm. okay to just want to help your friends work out every now and then, right? So being able to have the self-awareness to know that this is not just a hobby for me, I want to make it something more. And then to actually be able to put those steps into action and not just continue talking about it. Like it's, it's huge that that commitment is so huge because I, I know so many women are stuck right now because they're like, is this a business? Is it just something yeah. I like to do for fun? And they're stuck mm -hmm. there and they're going back and forth between maybe I'll post today, maybe not, maybe I'll share this, maybe not, right? And once you sit down and commit and decide what you want to do, like you've seen over the past year, yeah. right? It just, the growth explodes and, and you really see a change. So yay. Yes. <laughs> so happy, so happy for you. So that's a really good point. Um, what you're saying, if you want it to be a hobby, it can 100% be a hobby and that's okay. And I'm never going to say that that's not enough for mm -hmm. someone else. That's it's whatever somebody wants. But what mm -hmm. I realized was when I stopped saying it was a blog on the side, mm. other people started realizing it was more than, than that too. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> you can't see us, but we're over here like we're arms pumping. Yes. <laughs> so when I say it, then when I say, oh, I run a blog, period, end of sentence, that's all you need to know. Yes. Then mm -hmm. that's what it is. And if I say, mm -hmm. I also run a blog on the side, you know, yeah. kind of like a silly thing, um, then that's what it is. It's a little thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yes. There's a different girlfriend. <laughs> yes. It's all about, no, it really is. It's all about how you posture yourself. Like mm -hmm. if you say like, yeah, I think I could be maybe a public speaker someday. I'm like, girlfriend, <laughs> like <laughs> step into that. Like I am a public speaker. Like mm -hmm. here is me speaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just step, step into, into it. it. Yes. Exactly right. oh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. And it's also kind of a big verbiage is a big thing for me. So saying something as a side hustle versus a side business, mm -hmm. I feel like that sometimes for certain people like myself, that again, postures you differently when you're saying like, Oh yeah, I have this little side hustle versus I have a side business or mm -hmm. I have a, a business that I do in addition to my full-time job, you know, like when back in my network marketing days, mm -hmm. um, they used to always say, put the, put the emphasis on what you want the emphasis to be on. So I used to tell people like, well, I'm a full-time speech pathologist and I have this network marketing business on the side. Like, so obviously the conversation would gear, be geared more toward I'm a speech therapist. We mm -hmm. talk about speech therapy. When I started leading with 
I'm a, a certified health coach, which I was or am. I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I started leading with that and saying, as well as a speech therapist, we would talk more about the health coaching. So when you mm -hmm. say like, I'm a blogger and a marketing guru, I mean, those just go hand in hand, which is beautiful. Yes. Um, but when you're able to lead with, you know, what you want to position yourself as, then the conversation, the opportunities, everything kind of opens up in a different way. So it's really awesome that you're that light bulb is clicked on and that you're doing that and mm -hmm. you stepped into your power and just like we said, like are leaning into like girlfriend, I'm a blogger. Yeah. Oh, period done. It feels good. Feels yes. good As it should, because you are like we said, you're crushing it right now. So Alisa, you have touched on so many valuable pieces of advice today from the importance and consistency, putting in the work, showing mm. up, growing confidence, sticking to a plan, <laughs> systemizing, organizing, like, oh my goodness, please, like, if you somehow fast forwarded to this moment, go back and rewind it because <laughs> Elisa has shared. You've missed. Yeah, you, you've missed so, so many good, good pieces of advice, no matter, really, no matter where you are on your journey. So Elisa, please tell our wonderful listeners where they can connect with you before we head into our little She Shines rapid fire round. So oh, let everyone know where they can, can stock your blog and all your wonderful partnerships you've got going on. Okay. So my website is alisacon.com and my Instagram is alisa.com. Um, also on Facebook, if people are still using Facebook, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, it's Alisa Khan lifestyle blogger. Those are all my handles and I love connecting. Yeah. We will make sure to link all of that in the show notes so you guys can connect with Alisa. All right. So now we're going to step into our rapid fire round. So let, let's set up the situation. Okay. The scene here is that you're in a coffee shop. You know, remember back in the day when we could go in coffee shops. Um, so you're in a coffee shop. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and you're, you're waiting to, what is your, first of all, what is your favorite coffee drink? Ooh, I like a chai latte. Okay. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. Dirty chai or just regular chai? Regular. Regular chai. Okay. So Dirty you're stepping up to the counter. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> Dirty Wait, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Dirty martini regular chai. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So you're stepping up to the counter to order your regular chai or dirty martini, depending on where you are. And a girl behind you is like, oh my gosh, it's Elisa Khan. Taps Aww. you on the shoulder and she's like, girl, I've been following you on Instagram. I have so many questions for you. Here are three of my top questions. Number okay. one, what is your favorite way to connect with new people? In person. In person. Mm. If you asked me that a year ago, I would have been like, what? No. <laughs> in person now, I feel like I, you know, building that community now that I have a community more so you know, focused on blogging, um, it's, mm. easy, it's easier to meet people in person the you know, first time. I mean, I love, you know, meeting someone on, on Instagram and talking and commenting back and forth and then saying, you want to grab coffee? I love that too. Yeah. Love that. Yes. Number two, how can I create community in my life or business? Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I know you said rapid fire, but I'm not being rapid fire. <laughs> Your, um, your latte is getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I, I would just reach out to people first. I feel mm -hmm. like I probably, I probably missed out on opportunities before because I was too shy 
mm. or thought like, oh, this person, this person's already talking to somebody else. I'm not going to go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So being the first person sometimes to break the ice, it's so hard. I still struggle with it. I'm not perfect. It's so hard, but being the first person is sometimes what the other person needs and you are thinking that they don't. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Oh my I gosh, al- yes. would also like to point out that you were the first person to say oh, hi to Anna Laura and I, God, I when we met. We were in a parking, oh. very fast, we were in a parking lot and it was pouring rain to go to an, a, an event at a, yep. a shop. And we both, all three of us had showed up early, um, mm-hmm. like while the, ca- <laughs> the caterers were setting up. And Elisa was like, hey, are you guys, uh, as we were changing our shoes, remember the parking lot, yeah. are, you, are you guys going to this event too? And um there you have it. If you would not have said hi to us, I don't know mm-hmm. if, you know, we would have had the relationship we all do today. So that's yeah. funny. So you guys were following in the caterers and I was following in you. I was like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So we were in the parking lot and behind the store. And I was yeah. like, these girls are going in the back. They're special. I'm going to go in the back. <laughs> no, we're just early. <laughs> we just didn't want to walk all the way around the building. They must be VIP. Yeah. I'm going to go where they're going. Oh my God. So I love funny. it. Oh my goodness. So last question this girl has for you. How do you get your fill of girl talk? Oh, um, I am, this sounds so silly. Sometimes I just listen to podcasts and I'm not just saying that because this is a podcast. (laughs) Um, Seriously, I feel like I I am an absorber sometimes. Like the Mm -hmm. amount I'm putting out into this podcast right now, I will need to refuel before Mm -hmm. I talk to somebody Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes just putting in my headphones and listening to my favorite podcast, usually it's Brene Brown um, or uh, Rachel Hollis. Um, I've read all of their books and I've listened to both of their podcasts religiously. So listening to them, I feel like just absorbing the things that they have to say is enough for me because sometimes I do that in public when people are talking yeah. and I'm not responding and it's not because I'm not listening because I'm listening intently and that fills me. Um, I don't always need to respond. Yeah. So sometimes just being by myself listening to a podcast is how I get my girl talk. I love that actually. Yeah. I, I can very much relate. Okay. Oh, Elisa, thank you so much for all the value that you added to all all of our fellow multi-passionate women listening tonight or today to whenever yeah. you are listening to this. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys. It's been really fun. Thank you everyone for listening and we will see you on the next episode of She Shines Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.